Hello, wrestling fans. This is Quint Charisma. This is Mark Gorey, and this is Call It in the Ring. What's going on, Mark? Oh, same old, same old, different day. How uh, you doing, brother? I'm, I'm all right. Just uh, getting ready for the big. Um, um, uh, what's, what's, I'm trying to be polite because I, my, my, one of my rules was not to talk po- politics on here, but, but I moved to Kentucky. I live in Kentucky now, and and after last night, we're fixing to get screwed because we voted. Uh, the people of Kentucky voted in. Um, What's his Bashir, whatever you say his name, the the Democrat guy. So, yeah, I mean it's already man, dude. I, we moved up here, man. They tax you to breathe up here. I can imagine what it's gonna be like now with a Democrat running this place. Oh yeah, you can forget about it now. No, God. Oh, he's ha- Oh shoot, man, he's happier than a dog with two Peters this morning when he woke up. <laughs> he, must, he must enjoy paying out all the ass tax. Well, anyway. Well, I'm wondering how much he actually claims. Uh, yeah, I wonder. You know, exactly. All that, you know, Jim's collectibles and stuff. Over how yeah. much. Uh, now, if, uh, he was, well. if he was hitting that time, that nine to five time clock and getting that, uh, all that tax taken out, he wouldn't be. Because I'll tell you right now, I don't know how it is in Louisville, but here in, in, in Bowling Green, Kentucky, where I live at now, you get charged, um, well, I don't, but my wife, she works, so she works in the city limits. She gets charges, you know, your regular taxes, you know, your federal and all that stuff. Then we pay a Kentucky income tax. Then she pays a, a county income tax and a city income tax. Oh, God. And the city income, I mean, the uh, city income tax of, for Bowling Green is almost as much as, as her Kentucky income tax. It is crazy. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, I've always wondered, he, you know, he's always just wondering uh, how much he actually really filing on, you know. Uh, but who knows? But, all right, we'll get off the politics because I'll, I'll, I'll go on forever. <laughs> but... Yeah, it's yeah, that's only thing I say about that. Yeah, but yeah, I still like it up here, even though they tax you to breathe. It's it's I still like it up here. <laughs> I love Bowling Green, man. Whenever me and my wife get up there, we just we enjoy it. We've actually you know talked about moving up there one day, but I don't know about all them taxes. <laughs> but, the taxes suck, uh, but anyway. it costs. It's cheaper to live up here than it is in Nashville. Oh man, it's mm-hmm. outrageous around here now, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, I was going to tell you, man, you know, that, that gimmick you sent me, the, the link to the newspaper, man. Hey, K-Fabe, uh, K-Fabe. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, K-Fabe. Hi. <laughs> remember her? Oh, wrestler K-Fabe. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that, <laughs> I didn't see the K-Fabe uh, cocktail this week. <laughs> Thank goodness. Okay, that was stupid. Yeah, so yeah, that I'm glad that wasn't on there. Um, so what do you think about this week's show, NWA show? Well, uh, I thought James Storm and uh, Cole Cabana had a pretty good match. Yeah. Um, uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, I didn't get why Camille came out there at the end. You know, yeah, I, was, yeah. I, I guess it, you know it all has a. You know, the road all ends to a certain point to where they're going, I guess, with that. Uh, but, uh, um, the, the, oh, man, the women's match, 
didn't like. Um, I just don't like anybody in that division, man. Really, to tell you the truth. I thought um, it was, actually I thought it was a lot better in the, the last couple of women's matches they had. I think it was a little better. Um, I, but still, though, they still need some. They still need a lot of work in the women's division, though. Um, trying to think what else. Uh, man, I don't. You know, I don't, like I've said, man, that Ricky Starks. He's, he's he looks really good, man. Yeah. He had a little size to him, man, and he's got the charisma and he can work. Yeah. You know who I ain't been impressed with? Who's uh, that? Aaron, Aaron Stevens. He just, he I, just, he just there. <laughs> Basically, I don't know what they're trying to do with him. He don't look like, of course, I, hell, I haven't seen that type of gym in 30 years, but he looks just, he looks dumpy, and he kind of wrestles with dumpy, too. <laughs> He didn't really did, his matches, he didn't really did a lot in them. And his, his, no, body, I mean, his body ain't like he used to be. You can tell he don't work out like he used to. But, um, um, the Dawsons and, uh, Homicide and Kingston, uh, you know, it, it was, it was alright for what it was, I guess, you know, and, uh, oh, the, uh, the Dawsons worked those uh, two black kids. Part oh, yeah, that Kingsley's good, man. Yeah, that, that, um, that Mims guy, he come from Tried and True's uh, camp. And Jeremiah Plunk, if you're listening, I know you didn't teach them boys to shoot their, uh, shoot them off in the ropes one with one arm, both hands on one arm, old school 70s style. But he tried to shoot that boy off, you know what I'm talking about, the old school, grab one arm. With both hands, both your hands on one arm. Yeah, but I was like, I was like, hey, I know they didn't teach that up there. <laughs> like, like, I mean, back in the seventies, that's what they did it, but it just didn't. But the guy reversed. He went and do it. Then he, I think he, he might have. No, I don't think he reversed. I think he, I think he came off and then just glommed him or something. I can't remember. But I just I remember looking. I was like, he just shot him off with, um, just grabbed his arm with both hands and shot him off. Oh, seventies. Yeah. Style, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I, I, go ahead. Uh, it was okay. I guess I gave it maybe about a B. There's my thing. But then, I like that. They, I think they was good. They did the Dawson have another job match. You know, help. You know, because they're still new to people. You know, um, like I said, the women's match was better than what they had been. Still needs work. Um, here's my thing: I didn't understand. Okay, I know Flair. Uh, he didn't wrestle a lot on TBS. He mostly did a lot. Well, Dusty never wrestled, but Flair hardly ever. You know, he wrestled every now and then. He's always out there doing interviews, right? Here's my thing. Okay, isn't don't they have a pay-per-view coming up this month? Uh, December. Oh, is it December? I it okay. Is. I thought it was November. I okay. So I, I could be mistaken, but... Okay, so I, for some reason I thought it was November. Because so I was thinking, shouldn't they start, you know, 
It, it must be December because I, I remember, because I was like, well, we're already in the first week of November. I was like, they don't have enough time to, you know, start plugging stuff and have, you know, and cause they announced any match, so they just announced, you know, the pay-per-view. And I was like, well, shouldn't the champion be coming out there? You know, he don't have to work matches, but at least come out there cutting promos, you know, doing interviews and stuff to, you know, get it going. But I guess that makes sense now since they, <laughs> since it ain't until December. So I guess, yeah. So their next, uh, well, they got, what, one more left of this last taping before they do another one? I think they got one more uh, left, one more show left out of out of that first taping. I think. Because I know Ricky and Robert. I, I think I believe they work the tag champs. Uh, this next show, I believe. Yeah, that's when, yeah, and they were on that first so, taping. So. Yeah. Um. So that's probably the last. Let me ask you. Go ahead. What do you think, man? You think they can maybe? be going in this direction. Uh, they're doing a lot with this Tim Storm and, uh, you know, getting Nick Aldis involved and everything. Do you think they might be leading up to another match with them where Tim goes over? I could send him up to another match, but putting him over would be, would not make any sense. I know, but hell, wrestle nowadays. <laughs> still but I... Or you think uh, uh, maybe they're going with uh, going to go with Eli Drake and, and Nick? Because ain't they teasing a little something there between them? The truth, I have no idea where they're going. It seems like they tease one thing, and the next week they tease something else, and it seems like Drake's just all over the place, you know. So, mm. yeah, I don't know, but yeah, I just. They need to. I don't know. Like I said, I thought they. I was messed up on the dates on the pay per view. But uh, besides that, um, they need some like the same people wrestling every week too. And it seems like they need to need to switch it up a little bit. You know. Yes. You know, it's kind of to me. It just seems like it's been the same people. You know, I mean, not every but every other week there. It, it were the you know, it's just a lot of. You know, same people. You know, I don't know. He just, I, I there's no variety. It seemed like I figured they'd you know introduce a couple more people. You know, so you know, just been the same, basically the same people, except for the the new girl. Um, I don't know what what her name was, but uh, with the face under, paint. Thunder Rosa or something yes, like that. Yeah, and uh, besides her, they really hadn't introduced anybody. New, everybody's pretty much been there either the first or second week, you know, have all, have uh, all been there, so, I think, I think, you know, kind of introduce, maybe this next tape and they'll have a, you know, a couple, yeah. couple more new people put in, you know, throw them in there, I guess, so. Are they kind of, do you hear anything about them running house shows or anything, or nope. it's going to be a TV show, or? Well, I don't know, it's just a TV show, and they, um. In pay per view every now and then. Yeah, and um, a lot of the guys work out there at, um, uh, you know, some of them got their championship wrestling for Hollywood, you know, may do that, but as far as, you know, doing house shows, I hadn't heard anything. But I don't think they should because it's not, you know, money wise, it wouldn't be. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. Hell, Impact don't 
Or I don't they even do T V. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah they don't. Uh, far as I know they don't. I don't even uh, know who works for them anymore. <laughs> man, I don't even think have you seen uh, every now and then somebody'll go to a a WWE show, house show and they'll take a picture of the crowd and man. I ain't seen no good crowds for them either, man. You ever see a time, man, where the house shows is just, for the most part, you know, maybe every now and then? Really, house shows are, really, house shows, the whole concept of TV and house shows are dead. Everything, you know, you get your TV for your house shows, but now, there's no, the more money's in your TV, you know, selling that TV package to people. I have a feeling that your big spot shows, you know, are pretty much probably, you know, regular. But like, I'm thinking, you know, they still like, like New York, they'll do like, you know, the Garden and, you know, the, you know, Mass Garden, and they'll probably still do Boston Garden or whatever it's called now. And they might do, you know what I'm saying? They do those probably yeah, as big, big towns. Yeah, but, but being on the road a lot doing, you know, like uh, Kalamazoo, Michigan, I think those days are pretty much, they're about to be gone, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because there's no money in it. Because you got to, I mean, you know, you got to set up, the, just the, just all that travel. I think, you know, nowadays, that you just they just want TV, so that's what they're making their money, so. They're probably um, you know, when they go to like England and Ireland and that stuff. Yeah, and when they go to Germany. Yeah, uh, Germany. When they go to Europe and stuff. Yeah, I'm. I have a feeling that those are probably show. Maybe something worked out with maybe like whoever does the TV over there. Yeah. That's what I mean because I just yeah, far as just going off gate receipts, I don't see how. You know, um, say the place holds 10000 I was going to say you're going to make any money, you know, because your travel and just all that's got to be just crazy. I'm thinking they have to have some kind of deal, you know, that um, whoever does their TV over there, um, whoever, um, I know they like different, those different companies, I don't know what, it's all like, what, like Canada's like Sky TV or whatever, you know, like all those countries have different TV things, so. I bet I'm feeling that they do have a thing through them probably to bring them over there. And I just can't see the cost of it coming, you know, paying off your gate. Just you know, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you got to think of the travel just just for the boys, and then you know your um, your ring crew, your backstage. I mean, just the whole just so you, to get your show over there, your ring set, all that, you know. Uh, That's some major money, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So I just, I, I, it's gotta be something, uh, you know, something you know, part of it that gets them, you know, does it for them. That's right, you know. 
and uh, I wonder what it was up with all this Saudi Arabia stuff, man. Going oh, on the last. Who knows? <laughs> man. You know, I heard uh, so many different stories. Who knows? Uh huh. Yeah. You, you hear that, you know, they were kidnapped, quote unquote, or whatever, yeah. you know? Yeah. And that, and then the. You got the actual, uh, the, the company that owns the airplane, man, saying how, you know, oh, it was a mechanical, uh, you know, problem. And yeah. so I, I don't know. Then, you know, you got people swearing that, you know, well, WWE didn't get paid for the last show there, and that's millions of dollars, and Vince got pissed, and the blah, blah, blah. Who knows? But that's my, what, my, my thing on that one. Was if they didn't get paid on that last show, he wouldn't be going back. Yeah, you, yeah, you would think. Yeah. Plus, I heard they extended their little agreement for the next few years. Yeah, so I know. <laughs> they, yeah, why do that if there was, you know, detention, you know? So, I don't know, man. Yeah, who knows, man? It's wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Miss my good time making an angle out of it. <laughs> Did you have to catch Daniel Bryan and Adam Cole? Yeah. From SmackDown. That was a pretty good match, wasn't it? Yeah. I was shocked they actually put um, Cole over. I figured. Uh, you what? You know, uh, Bryan, yeah, I'm here. All right, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, the, 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 doing the, Doing the the favor to Cole, man, that didn't hurt Brian at all, no, man. No. He, he's, so, he's so over, you know, that uh, give uh, Adam Cole the, the rub coming on yep. up, man. So, my thing is, I hope they just don't bury him in Survivor Series. Yeah. No, because I can see Vince be like, yeah, you know, I can see him doing that very easily, but. No, he's like, you know, I know they're not going to go over, but you just don't flat out just bury him, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, you know what I just, uh, I just found, uh, <coughs> I think I might have told you this. Hell, I don't remember now. <laughs> uh, but, um, back in 83, there was, a um, back in the classified sections of Tennessee, and one time I, I remember finding, uh, an ad in there that said, uh, oh man, what did it say? Uh, do you want to become a pro wrestler? And it had a phone number. Yeah, it was in 83. And, Is that, uh, um, when you and your uncle went to Dr. Master Curtis's yeah, place? Yeah, yeah, man. Uh-huh. Well, I rediscovered that little ad and, uh, here recently. And I was like, Man, I had that forever and eventually lost it. But uh, yeah. uh, did I ever tell you the, some of the specifics on that, man? What happened when we went there and everything? You told me. I can't really remember. So tell everybody, not and it'll refresh me at why why you're at. It. So <laughs> yeah, so uh, it happened to be Doctor Master Curtis's phone number, and uh, he would have. Uh, who do you have trainer? He, when we got there, uh, one of the we had to help. Yeah, 
I think maybe I can barely remember them. I know one was one got um, one went bald and and the other one didn't. There was one was there toward the end or toward the end. Remember toward the late seventies, one of them started losing size and one of them was really getting like really muscular. One got really really muscular. One the other one kind of looked like he stopped working out. Okay. I used to know which one it was, but anyway, <laughs> he, he was there uh, doing the training, but it don't seem like he was there every week. We only went a few times, but, uh, so, uh, it was about, probably about six or seven other uh, guys there, and we would set the ring up, and I, I, see, I was probably 12 at the time, <laughs> and it, and it okay save it all, you know? Yeah. So, hey, here's this little 12-year-old kid to go around stooging at school. Hey, this is how they did it, do yeah. it, you know? But um, I think I was kind of in denial. <laughs> you know, it's like seeing it, all, all this inside stuff, man, you know, and the... Uh, but um, so we get the uh, we set the ring up in the uh, in the back of uh, backyard of Doctor Master Curtis, of which if I remember correctly, he was a really really nice guy. Uh, Curtis was. That's what I've always heard. And, and um, so they uh, you know they got everybody in there doing normal stuff, you know, forward rolls and this and that and doing reversals and I don't ever remember uh, them taking bumps for some reason, back bumps, but I do remember forward rolls, but anyway, uh, I remember them, uh, I remember one of the guys that used to work with them, his name, I don't know if his uh, shoot name if it was a shoot name or work name, but I remember his name was Jimmy, and he was kind of skinny, and he had like blonde, bleach blonde hair. Jimmy, Almost like a, Jimmy Thompson? Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Almost looked like a, a, a skinnier Jeff Jarrett <laughs> when Jeff started, almost. <laughs> yeah, he was a little skinny dude. He worked for, he worked for Gulas, you know, the um, second version of Gulas after Curtis shut down. I remember him being there, and uh, they were actually talking about, like I said, we only went a time, and I believe they had a show over in Dixon or something. After about the third week, uh, and they were talking something about my uncle uh, maybe working it, and they were talking about him working at a... Have you ever seen any photographs of Big Mike Andrews? Yeah. Yeah, he worked, a lot for, about, he worked a lot for Curtis. Yeah, I mean, mentioned something about working him and Dixon. But, um, that's, uh, then we stopped going. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think my uncle ran, uh, you know, ran it wrong or something, and he was like, that's it for me. <laughs> but I remember getting into the ring, and 
I'm gonna throw a dog shit. Yeah, you know, not knowing what the hell I was doing, man. I'm a drop kick, man, and I landed on my side. I thought I about killed myself, man. Yeah, I was like, they're probably like looking at me going, what the hell? Yeah, yeah, I remember that dude being there and uh, Jerry Novak. I I thought it was Jerry Novak. He's him and David L. There's one of them. Yeah, yeah, that's like you know. Speaking of that, that gimmick, you know, uh, you know, I, when I smartened you up about it, uh, you know, I told you so, man. When I, the first time I, you know, smartened up to it, I, uh, <laughs> man, I spent hours and hours on there. The other night, I got back on there just looking around, and I put my grandfather's name in in there. Dude, man, I found all kinds of stuff from the forties and fifties. Or he used to, uh, he had, he, he and this other guy had his, they had their own, um, uh, flight school out at, uh, yeah. Cornelia Fort Airport. Yeah, they, that, uh, uh, it was, uh, Vic Earhart, um, aviation. They had their own, they had their flight school. They did, they sold parachutes, repacked parachutes, and I saw their ad, and then I skipped, I was looking through there, and then I saw the one where his partner died in a plane crash. I was oh like, no! Yeah, I was like, I was like, dang! I was like, I guess, I guess that's why my granddad got out of the aviation business because his partner died in the plane crash. That's not good for um, business, I guess. <laughs> no. I mean, yeah, he got then, it, then, uh, then the late forties, early fifties, he got into boat, uh, outdoor boat race, outboard motor bo- boat racing, and I uh, saw a lot of articles on him on that, and, I, and so it was really, really cool. I, you know, I found all that stuff about him and stuff. Yeah, so, that's, like, that's awesome, man. Yeah, my mom always told me that he had a a thing out there at uh, uh, Cornelia Fort uh, Air Airfield, and uh, and um, I saw the, the advertisements and all you know, and uh, it was it was really neat seeing all that. So, especially like the, yeah, you know, it's like the one of the ads he had. It was like in forty. What was it forty six? Early forty six is like uh, 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 it talked about if you just got out of the military, if you just got home, uh, we'll get, uh, give you uh, officer discounts, you know, from the war and stuff. So <laughs> it was really neat. That's cool, man. I, yeah, I've spent a lot of a lot of hours on there, man. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to. Uh, page man oh yeah i appreciate that man Dude, I, love I have that. <laughs> i have found so much stuff on there here recently that i'm going to be uploading yeah. every day uh, but um I, I found that there's a lot of what made me want to do this other page is uh music city uh concert history from the 70s and 80s is a lot of shows wasn't uh, sponsored by KDF 
the ones I found from KDS, uh, I, of course, I'm going to put on the KDS page, but there's a lot of them that wouldn't, you know, a lot of good shows, man. So. Yeah, it's like if you didn't go to Municipal, uh, if you didn't go to Municipal, they, you didn't get sponsored by them. It seemed like. It, seemed, it seemed like if you didn't go to Municipal, KDF didn't really, didn't sponsor you, it seemed like. They yeah. Seemed, they, did, uh, they did do many, it seemed like the, like the smaller venues, they seemed like they didn't advertise them much, it seemed like. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to have that up running probably in the next few days. But uh, anyway, since I've, Halloween season's over, and I won't be concentrating on my uh, haunted house page. Yeah. But, um, that's cool, man, because yeah. stuff like that, it's neat to look at, you know, and to look, you know, you see stuff, so like, oh, man, I remember, you know, remember that old band, and, you know, it's that stuff's cool, man. I like stuff like that, you know? I wish there was more stuff uh, that people use Facebook for stuff like that than getting on there griping about this, that, and the other, you know? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Well, speaking of, what was your first concert, man? Do you remember the first band you ever went and seen? Uh, does Charlie Daniels Day count? <laughs> Dude, it does, because that was my first one, too, man. Charlie Daniels Day up at the old junior high school there yeah, in Mount Juliet, man. Yeah, Mount Juliet, Tennessee. Actually, the first one I went to, actually, you know, it wasn't at the junior high. The actual first one I went to was at, okay, you know where the old, and people are like, we done lost people are now, but if the, the, two people, the two people that do listen to this, we done lost them. Uh, right across from the old elementary school, right beside where City Hall was in that church, that gravel yeah. parking lot right there, that where the first one was, and it was, really? yeah, it was so big, and it it was like a disaster, man. <laughs> they didn't realize it was gonna be yeah, so big. Right yeah, no, they didn't realize how big it was gonna be. It was a, it was a mess. So they moved the next year. They moved it out to the junior high, and it just kept getting bigger and bigger. So that was my actual first, I guess you want to call it. But uh, um, I want to say probably. Let's see. Uh, trying to think. Uh, I think the first one maybe was summer of 1988. Uh, I went to Memphis seeing the Monsters of Rock tour. I remember you did that. Yeah, yeah that was crazy, man. That's the first How, time. Was, go ahead. What was attendance like? Was there a lot of people there? Yeah, it was. Man, there was a lot of people there. Uh, the I say the field. They had, basically the one end zone was the stage set up, and I want to say it was probably, so back, I said from about the 10 yard line was where the the stage ended, and I want to say probably from the 10 yard line on the field all the way back uh, to say probably the 50 yard line was full on the, on the field. The stands, um... I say the stands was probably maybe half full. The stands hold what forty thousand, thirty something thousand. So uh, there was a, there was a good thirty thousand people there. I say. I did remember it was oh it was so hot. Oh my gosh. 
Yeah, and we were sitting up in the up in the stands and on, on those metal bleachers. But what's crazy? Now, that's the first time I ever seen anybody shoot up. Oh, that freaked, that freaked me out, dude. That freaked they were me out. Shooting up? Yeah, man. We was up the ninth concession stand. My buddy Jeff Morgan, I went with. He goes, dude, look over there. And I was like, what? He's look at that guy over there. He's over over toward the bathroom, like in the corner. And he's like, he's shooting up. I was like, really? And I looked and said, oh my God. I was like, I was like, he said, man, don't look over there. I said, I ain't looking over there anymore. Yeah, I was like, that's, it's like, damn, damn, dude, it's hot enough you're going to pass out on you except by you, just from the heat, let alone shooting something up. <laughs> well, we both had a little drug experience then on our first concert. Our first official rock concert, that is. Uh, I, I've told you this, uh, probably. Uh, my first show was in 84. Uh, it was, seemed like we started the summer. And it was Judas Priest with uh, a Canadian band called Kickaxe to open up for. Okay. And uh, uh, it was at Municipal. And I believe the only reason why I got to go was because another uncle story. <laughs> of my thing that going down to Monsters of Rock was <laughs> sitting there it was uh, trying to think the, the first band was Kingdom Come then it was uh, Metallica came out then uh, Dokken then who was it Scorpions Scorp- it was somebody before the Scorpions then it was Scorpions and then Van Halen was the was the finale and uh, and we were sitting there <laughs> And 
my buddy goes, look, dude. I was like, we look, I turn around and we were, cause we didn't move back toward the back of that, like the other end zone back and uh, this dude done climbed up on the scoreboard, man. On the big, <laughs> he was up there and just jamming out like he had a guitar, playing an air guitar, man. And was jamming out. I mean, everybody was, everybody was yelling and, and here comes security. And they were trying to tell him to come down and he wouldn't. Everybody was cheering for him. <laughs> It was hilarious, oh, man. man. But I just remember we let we uh we we got a deal through, uh, wasn't KDF, uh, one of the other rock stations at that time back in '88. Um, I can't. Let's see, '88. Uh, well, now as far as rock stations, let's see, KDF, let's see, Kicks One Four. I don't know if they played. That kind of music. I just remember what it was through the radio state, but it wasn't Katie because uh, Jeff Morgan's mom, they owned Xanadu up there in Mount Juliet, and they were a uh, ticket outlet, and they got them, uh, they got the package. Uh, it was, I can't remember. It was, well, I remember it was, it was the, the radio station, it was their gimmick. And, uh, but it wasn't KDF. I can't remember who it was. Uh, but we all met, you met it, you paid for your ticket and everything, and it was your transportation down there, uh, your concert ticket, and back. Uh, so we met at Starwood at, I want to say, 5 o'clock on a Saturday morning. And we all loaded this, uh, this bus like a Greyhound bus, and uh, went all the way to Memphis, and we got there, oh my gosh, uh, the lines, we got there, I think two hours before the concert started, and the lines, man, was, it was awful, it took forever to get in that place, and it, but we were there all day out in that heat, and after like the third song of Van Halen, and watching the dude air guitar jam up on the scoreboard, we was like, Let's head, we're like let's go back to the bus. So we we left there because Van Halen, you know, it was Sammy Hagar was with them and just we just like yeah. Yeah, you know they didn't you know so we left and because we were it was just we were drained from the heat all day and so we and we went back and uh, walked back to the bus and got on the bus and sat in the air conditioning for like the last hour of the con hour and a half of the concert. But yeah, it was that was crazy, man. Just a to uh, 16 years old, go down, you know, all the way down. Yeah, no. It was a big, <laughs> big going all day, you know. You know, it was, but it, it was an experience. It was, it was fun. Something That's cool, I man. Just look back on, it's like, oh, I remember, you know. <laughs> but uh, the <laughs> best sounding band was Scorpions. They sound, they had, they had the clearest sound of everybody. Uh, I remember uh, Kingdom Come. They uh, theirs was bouncy. Their sound was bouncing a lot. It just it didn't. Their sound just didn't sound. They good were enough. getting the. They were the opening band. They probably yeah. getting all the kinks out on yeah. them. You know? Yeah, yeah. So I was thinking. That's what we were thinking too. That yeah, they were opening it up. They they only played for like thirty minutes. And, yeah. And then Metallica come out and played like a uh, almost about an hour and a half over an hour and then Dawkins played a little and they each band played a little longer and uh 
Scorpions yeah. was like two hours, and then Van Halen was like two hours. So, but yeah, it was cool though. <laughs> oh, you know, I was thinking about something. It's okay. It's this is not political, but it kind of it's in the category of if you don't really talk about a lot of stuff. Uh, so it's not political, but it's just it, I don't know. What do you think about who is discriminated discriminated against the most? What what people? What do you think? Fat people. <laughs> We're discriminated hey, against, I'm man. There. There you go. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh-uh. We are discriminated on. It's ridiculous. I'm sorry. But you... We... Uh, it... We're discriminated against more than anybody else. Well, you know what gets me? Why do they think, especially uh, buying clothes... They say they use more material, but you don't use that uh, much more. Not God, you, I mean, you, don't, yeah. you, you don't use triple the they, they triple the price. Yeah, it just you can go in DX man and buy one shirt and that's fifty bucks just about. Yeah. <laughs> what I do is I wait. I wait. The uh, king size goes on has a clearance sale. Kingsize.com, yeah. and it might be like pea green or. Butthole purple, but it's like five bucks, and you know I'm gonna get, I'm gonna buy it. You know, I don't care what color it is, I'm gonna buy it because it's cheap. You know, yeah. and, and you, you, you know, that's what kills me. You know, regular people they go to like Goodwill or they go to consignment shops. Fat people, you ain't got no because you, you might find two or three things at a consignment shop for a fat person. Fat people, they wear their clothes, so they get holes. They uh, down to dwindling threads. We don't get away way our clothes. You know. I mean, we wear them till they're, they're holy and threads are about to fall apart and everything else. Oh, yeah. You know? Uh, but no, it's just, I mean, no, oh, well, you can help being fat. No, not really. I mean, some people, yeah, some people not. You don't know what their deal is. But my thing is, though, I mean, um, it's just, you, you know, not, you know, they're trying to make everything's, uh, everything, no, People don't, they don't even think about fat people. You know? I'm sorry. Yeah. It is, and man. I it, it just, it kills me. And there's some restaurants, man, I will not go into no more. Because they got booths. Them booths, man, it's like it's going to cut you in half when you step behind one, man. Yeah, I don't like, want to, I'm, I'm not even be comfortable, you know? Uh, man, if, if they ain't got chairs, I ain't going, man. Yeah. You know, it just others. I mean, just there's a lot of stuff, man. It's just, you know, and you know, and, and I'm sorry, but it just there's a lot of things, man. If you just really look around, you know, this whole, you know, everybody's about, you know, this and that. This not, you know, it's you know, they're discriminated on this. They're discriminated. No, be fat. See how how you get discriminated against. It's on. It's everything. Everywhere you go, you know? 
Now, so I mean, trust me, I see it. I mean, it's every day. <laughs> so, a lot of people are probably like, oh, that's bull. Oh, no, I mean, my whole thing is that people say, well, you, you don't have to be fat. Well, you don't know that. You don't know people's. You know, it could be genetics or exactly. something, man. You know, tons of people, I know tons of people who eat a lot more than I do nowadays and 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 eat double what I do in their normal size. You know, my, just, my body's so out of whack. But I'm just saying, I mean, just, it. you go to restaurants. Where I, I, had a, I was thinking about the other day, and I had a, when I was thinking about it, I had a whole list of stuff, but now I'm, I start talking about it. I never forgot what all it was. But I just kept thinking to myself, yeah, this, this, you know, and just, oh, yeah, this, add this to the list. And But now I'm like, well, no, I can't remember now. <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> but yeah, I, like, I was just thinking about it. It's just like a hundred million things, you know. since I moved to for Kentucky, uh, Kentucky's, they're really relaxed on their disability laws up here, and I, which I thought they were all, um, you know, U.S. government, you know, approved laws, but obviously Kentucky don't go by a lot of them, man, because they're, they're uh, the curbs up here, they're, they're, there's like, everybody has curbs, there's no, uh, <laughs> like my apartment complex, um, there's like two handicap spots for the whole the whole building, and they're at the very end of the other side of the building. It's like, and where and where I park, the, the we got a big old sidewalk. You know, it's just like, but and I like, and you go to. I tell you what gets me. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff up here I've noticed about the handicap stuff. Uh, no, the handicap. There's no handicap bathrooms hardly up here at all. It seems like they'll have one stall. And they're like, yeah, by law, you have to have two because if a handicapped person, you know, you know, it'd been nobody, everybody's a handicapped stall. I've noticed that. <laughs> everybody's, because I, I use it because I, trust me, I can't, I got to hold on when I go to the bathroom. I can't. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. But I use to hold on. <laughs> but uh, the, um, 
I tell you what just gets me furious is these people that go and use these carts at Walmart and places and leave them out in the parking lot. It's like you walked your butt in there and got it and rode it around. And you back there. I make sure I take mine back in there every time I use it, you know? Or, and then, or the ones. Yeah, yeah. Every time I go, you, they're either they're, they don't have any, or you get one that runs. You get halfway up the aisle and it runs it's dead. Or then you'll have some, or you'll have some that'll drive them, and they'll pull it up there before they go off the door and just get out, won't plug it back up and just walk off. It's like you know, it just common courtesy, man. You know, but the people that kill me, it's like they just leave them out in the parking lot. And I'm like, oh. It makes me so mad. And they're the first to complain when they come in and there's not any inside. Yeah. Right yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, oh. But yeah, I, and I saw somebody put some on Facebook the other day. It's like, just because you're fat don't mean you're handicapped. Get out of the motorized car. And I'm thinking, I wish you'd come up and say that to me. Because with my big rickety knees and stuff, I will take my metal cane and, and crack your skull. You know? I heard that, man. You, know, you, you, you don't know, you know, I got, you know, my I, my body is so shot. And, you know, just, yeah, I'm sure some of it's because of my weight, but, you know. And a lot of it's because I did stupid stuff in my younger years. and But, you know, just, no, you don't, you don't know somebody's situation. Don't, you know. Exactly, man. You don't know what somebody's been through, and you know, it's just because you're big don't mean you know. Hey, you didn't. You wasn't in a car wreck and missed your knee up. You know, you can't walk. You know, you don't know that stuff. Or you you wrestled for twenty years. You know, when they look at me, so it's like like when little kids will be looking at you, they'll stare at you. I give them a big oogly boogly face at them, like eh, back to them, and usually they'll turn around real fast. <laughs> yeah, don't look under your bed, you little bastard. Yeah. I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> I know where you live, kid. <laughs> I know your dog's name. <laughs> oh, Lordy Lord. Hey, did you ever look up, oh boy, for? That's what, uh, that wrestles as a girl? <laughs> no, I didn't. I, no, hold on. Yes, I did, too. I, 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 when we got off the, doing the podcast last week, I was like, I got to look this goof up. And, oh, my word. Work uh. <laughs> rate is what, man. If he if he stayed a guy, he would not be. He'd be on in, lower indie shows. Big uh, yeah, his work rate's horrible. You know, it's not even good for... Huh? Yeah, I don't know what they're doing, man. Uh, the, the, these young bucks and Cody, and I mean, if I had a friend and uh, he sucked, I ain't gonna hire him to do whatever that needs to be done, you know? I'm sorry, you know, we can still be friends, but... You know, they don't have to hire everybody that they're, they're friends with for this AEW because most of these people don't deserve to be on TV, man, at all, you yeah. know? Yeah. They, I just say, <laughs> what, I think the thing, it's stuff I nitpick about 
one of the main things that that stood out to me in that last this last show they did last Wednesday night uh, was who was it was it Sammy Gagara or how you say his name had all this nice looking gear and he had the oldest looking mat shoes underneath his kick pads and I was like dude I can't tell I think I sure if that's who it was but. I mean, it was all nice, shiny, matching trunks with the knee pads and the kick pads. And then he had these ratty-looking <clears throat> match shoes underneath. I was like, come on, dude. Uh, maybe you thought, well, all that other stuff will cover them up. Nobody will know. Man, I was like, go, you know. Uh, I was like, you're going to look all that. At least you can't even get your shoes. Come on. But that's what, I mean, stuff like that sticks out to me, but. But the whole thing about how it's not their money, that's why they're doing it. They don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They will when they, when they start cutting that money back. When they tell them they're going to start cutting back, you'll see a lot of these guys here in about, about a year after, you know, and then they realize, oh, okay, y'all got to start. We'll give you this amount of money this time. It's not as much as last time. You'll, see, start, seeing, yeah. you'll start seeing the, those people, you know, start dwindling away, you know? Yeah. But, you know, that's... I don't know. <laughs> but it seems like they get everybody that's got some some kind of fall indie following, they've booked them, you know? Yeah, uh, you know, so... I still... I don't know. It's a show. I watch it, but... It's... I don't know. It's... It's there. <laughs> I could take it or leave it, but yeah. now since baseball season's over, I ain't got a lot to watch, so I watch it. Now, if this is like middle of summer, or even like in uh, spring when college baseball and major league baseball is going on, I'd probably wouldn't watch it at all. Cause I probably I hardly watch any wrestling during that time period. Cause I'm always watching either college baseball or 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 going to a Western, you know, baseball game and. And then coaching too, little league, and so springtime, yeah. There's no way, and up until summer, I wouldn't. There's no way I'd watch. I have too much other stuff to watch, you know. So, so right now it's kind of a dead time. Except I, the Mac did start their Tuesday night games up last night on ESPN, so they'll if they, yeah they'll start their Tuesday and Wednesday night games up. I probably game tonight, so I'll probably just watch it, and I might skim through. Uh, the two wrestling shows tomorrow morning. Skim through them, see if there's anything worth. Uh, the uh, NXT's okay. It's uh, all their matches are the same though. It's just punch, kick, knees, forearms. You know. Smack your thigh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm getting in the ring. Let me go through the rope. Smack my leg. You know. But it's just, it just after a while, you know, it. It's kind of even though they're some of their guys are. They're getting more guys, you know, different shapes and stuff. It's just still, still the same matches. But uh, have you have you watching that NXT? Uh, I watch every now and then. I'll catch something on there okay. that I, I, I'll read about. I want to go back and watch. Have you seen Keith Lee? Yeah, the black guy. Okay, next time you look at his face, don't he look like an old black dude face? Well, you know, uh, he does kind of resemble, resemble, uh, do you remember, uh, Brick Train from $5 Wrestling? 
he does a little bit. I tell you, he reminds me of him. Like, he, he does, he does. And I come to think about that, he does. But his face reminds me of some of a movie star, an older black man. But I can't picture who it is. He's not real. He's not. Uh, he's not real, real popular. I mean, you know what I'm saying? He's not like a major star. But I've seen his face in movies. And I can't think who it is, but his face looks old. It's like they need to grow some facial hair or something on him. He, just <laughs> he looks, doesn't look old, man. He, he looks like he's in his fifties. It's just his face. Uh-huh. It's somebody's face. He just like he's got an old man face. But I just wonder if I was the only one to notice that. To me, it's like it looks like man. He just he. I know he's young, so but he, his face. <laughs> I just can't, when I watch his matches, that's all I see. It's an old man's face. <laughs> you would, you know, see somebody, man, they'd be 20 and they'd look like they're already 40 or 50, you know? Yeah. Man, it's like their whole lives, they look old, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, There's a lot of people like that. Well, we got about three minutes. Um, <laughs> we just been rambling on. Um, is there anything you want to talk about, plug, or... Anything like mm. say hi, die, kiss my butt? <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, no. <laughs> I do want to say I, I, sent, I want to send out, uh, I do want to send out my condolences to the Weingroff family. Uh, George and Herbie uh, they lost their sister yesterday. She passed away. Oh. So uh, that's the first time I'm hearing this. Yeah, so. yeah, I saw it on on Herbie's Facebook uh, this morning. I think she passed away yesterday, I think. So, uh, uh, some condolences out to the Weingroffs. And, uh, yeah, definitely. So, uh, but uh, I'm trying to think. There's a, I had a kind of stuff I was wanting to talk about. Stuff has come up through the week. And, I, man, I get on here and I yeah. can't remember none of it. You ever work, George? Yeah. Yeah. Why is a feather, Were man? Were you afraid to hold down match? I was like afraid. I was. I was afraid. And, and uh, I was afraid. And he was so light. Oh, let me tell you a real quick story. Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you a real quick story real fast. I do, uh, Lonnie Lane was running Dixon, right outside of Dixon. This, uh, like a, it's kind of like a VFW hall kind of type place. Can't remember what it's called. Anyway, he booked me, and uh, so I got there, and he had like 50 million people on the card, and uh, trust me, this up, and he's like, and it's like, uh, can you work babyface? I was like, uh, I guess, but I, I, he told me to bring my assassin suit. He's like, oh, we're going to work. I need you as a base. I said, okay, I'll try to. I'll, and he goes, he said, okay, we're just going to put you as Mr. The uh, Big Mr. The Big Mr. Wrestling or something like that. And I had to work George. And so I told George, I said, man, I, I don't, I was supposed to work Hill. He said, well, we'll just go out there and we'll just, we'll, we'll just do whatever. I said, okay. So, you know, I was working. He said, work the arm. So I got the arm and I was working it. And I swear, cause I had that mask on. And I swear he said, short arm clothesline. So I grabbed him, short arm clothesline, he bam, and I look, his eyes got so big, and I went up, I covered him, went to, and he kicked out, and I grabbed the arm, I said, that wasn't, that was supposed to be, he said, no, I told you to keep working the arm, I said, I'm sorry, I thought you said short arm clothesline, and the rest of the match, I kept, I, the whole rest of the match, I kept telling him, and I am so sorry, I'm so sorry, but, um. Uh, yeah. Oh man. Yeah, yeah, we got about we got about thirty seconds. But yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say I worked them uh, once or twice, or maybe just once. But I, the whole thing, I was like, he's gonna get me down on the floor, gonna put me in the sugar, and I'm gonna be blood gonna come from every orifice, and I'm gonna pee myself and poop myself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Is that so? Anyway. Yeah, exactly. All right, uh, we got about ten seconds. Uh, so uh, this is—I uh, don't—I'm gonna mess this up. I'm right, gonna go. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. It's Quint Charisma.